give it up for a doo-wop. Robin Banks in Iowa. Yeah, yeah. No, I believe it's pronounced Pitterus. <laughs> Welcome to episode two of Historically Adjacent, presented by the Presidential Podcast. I am Blaine Zimmerman, joined as always by my good friend Russ Slivka and another guy we know, Ryan Allwart. Thank you. <laughs> Season six. Season six. And you're just getting my name. Thank you for that. Am I saying it right? No, you're saying Allwart. it right. Allwart. Allwart. Russ is a good friend, though. Yeah. 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 It's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, things are going well for us. We have a new studio. Um, it's two floors away from our old studio. It's yeah. much uh, more uh, livable from a climate standpoint. So we used to be on the upstairs of my house, yeah. and it was always really hot. But I was always somewhat concerned about how the sound would be in the basement. Mm. And then we were like, hey, let's give it a shot. And yeah. now we have comfortable chairs. It's not 100 degrees. Yeah, it's very plush. It um, is. I'm we have to deal with the sound of the furnace, but I'm sure Russ okay. will take care of that. We have It'll a cool like neon clock of the Butler yeah, Bulldogs. It's, it's, yeah, we do. It's a little bro This is where I watch away games. Cool. I have a couple buddies that we've had season tickets with Butler basketball for a while, and cool. they always come over here for away games. What year did they get to the championship? When was that? 10-11. 10-11. Okay. You were out of your master's program by then, though, right? I hadn't started. I was in oh, Iraq in 10 and Afghanistan in uh, 11. Studying both abroad. Years, but yeah, both years they were in the. I almost feel like in order to help the basketball team, I should deploy again. Maybe. I wouldn't want that. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> me neither. Yeah. It, basketball's not that important. Um, but it, is, it might be. Um, <laughs> it gives me specific that. feelings on the inside. Yeah. I still, I I still have yet to go to a, a game at Hinkle with you. I would like that. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought with me. With you. But you've been to a game at Hinkle. No, I have not. I've been to a high school game at Hinkle. That's not the same. I know. We'll go Saturday. Okay. It's Villanova this Saturday. Oh, I got a, I got a thing. Yeah, see, <laughs> this, this is why you've never been. You always have a thing. <laughs> you always do this. Russ King. I did. Russ has been. You've been to a few games with me, right? Two. Yeah. It's um, cute. It's cute, too. It was cute. I got to get some Butler merch. They lost. Both times? I know they did last Saturday. No, I think they won the first one and they lost this one. Or they might have lost both. Where you were sitting too, you had a you had to have had a pretty good view of the experience of me taking in a basketball game. <laughs> yeah. I typically, especially I get quiet. I don't like yell a ton yeah. at the game. Uh I do get very quiet and I do like tend to lean forward a lot and I also pit through my t shirt and sweatshirt. You internalize a lot of emotions, don't you? No. <laughs> uh, Who told you? Yeah. <laughs> trying to get me to open up. Why is Dad um, sweating again? <laughs> Mary Anning was uh-huh. born in Lyme Regis in Dorset, England. Oh, May okay. 21st, 1799. Ooh. Lyme Regis? L-Y-M-E. R-E-G-I-S. This is around the time, if I recall correctly, I think that Adams and Jefferson were giving everyone a national history lesson. <laughs> yeah, they were like, we're not from here, but let's tell you about your civil war. Go on. What's this woman's name, Amy? Mary Anning. Mary Anning. A-N-N-I-N-G. That's Anning, okay. right? Yeah. Okay. Tell us about Mary. Okay. Uh, her father was a cabinet maker and supplemented his income. Well, like Geppetto. 
just like Geppetto. This chick is, is Pinocchio, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Correct. Her father was a cabinet maker and supplemented his income by making the coastal or by mining the coastal cliffside. For various what? minerals. What he could Things. find. Yeah. You'll you'll see. Um, oh, okay. He would find like fossils. Oh yeah. Okay. Amongst oh. the so the, the from I read a couple of different things about her and like a couple of different accounts and like it seemed like it was a very like weirdly rocky coastline like it wasn't okay. like a beach sure yeah, it was sure. like a steep drop off okay and so like her like cut by glaciers yeah and her father was and and it had to have been to have fossils like yeah. if you know anything about fossils that's they have to be like flash frozen or whatever <laughs> like a salmon fillet yeah, correct like, yeah. yeah. Gordon's well, most fisherman. of them were salmon. <laughs> the, uh, salmon fossils. Yeah. Oh. But it was also like only locals would know how to like navigate them without dying. Sure. Because sure. okay. it was it was dangerous, right? Yeah. Um, it was a cliff. He would sell the fossils that he found to tourists because he'd be like, look at this. It's super old. You've it's probably it's probably old, right? Yeah. yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, but he, he had no way of knowing. Yeah. He would just be like this. This, there's a creature in the rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want yes. to buy it? Yeah. Of course I do. Um, it's worth as much somebody wants to pay for it. Yep. And so that's how he made his living. Her mother uh, was named Mary Moore, but she went by Molly. Is that wasn't uh, Mary Tyler Moore. Mary Moore. No, I don't think so. She didn't have a job because it was 1799 and she was a woman. Um, <laughs> Mary Tyler Moore didn't <laughs> have a job in the beginning either, right? True. Uh, somehow. But then she did. So their house was built. Her job was to procreate. Correct. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, and procreate, she did. Keep them alive, <laughs> not as successful. We'll get into it in a second. Somehow their town was built on the town's bridge. I couldn't find pictures or anything of this, but I'm real curious. Like, so there was a town bridge. They called it the town's bridge. Yeah. And their house was on it. Cool. Don't know. They were on a bridge? It flooded a lot. Wait, their house was on a bridge? Yeah, and it flooded a lot because it was on a bridge. But... Have you seen like uh, in Florence? There's a there's a very famous bridge that has like shops and homes built into it. Uh, oh, Vecchio. I, I haven't think, seen that. Somewhere. But that was, now, now if that's a thing, that makes this like into the wall of it or on top of I'll, the bridge. I'll, I'll, One time, the family it. had to escape a second floor window to avoid drowning. Oh my! Oh, because their house is on a bridge. Yeah. Do people have to like walk around it? Like it seems like a real impediment. Under the bridge. So they're. There were 10 children in this Yeah, Ponte Vecchio, I was correct, in Florence. Oh. So they're kind of like built into a bridge. Now, that's Italy. Yeah, this is England. This is England. This is Lime, what was the name of it? Uh, Lime Regis. Lime. L-Y-M-E. There were 10 children. The first was also named Mary, but she died. Okay. Uh, The next two also died in infancy. Were they also named Mary? So Mary was born, and then there were two more that died in infancy. Oh, and then Mary died after her clothes caught fire. Oh. After her clothes caught fire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was in the paper. Uh, nobody really, like, could figure out through, like, the accounts exactly what happened. But, yeah. like, she died because she caught on fire. Her clothes caught up. Why? Okay. Well, I would assume it was probably had something to do with, like, that's how they kept the house warm and she got too close. Five months later, hmm. our Mary was born. And she was named after her badly burned sister. Oh, God. So they were basically like, well, another girl. I guess we could use Mary again. Just Mary. Oh, okay. 
I thought you talked about the, okay. So then there were more born after Mary, but only Mary and her brother survived. So we got a twenty percent survival rate in this wow. house. Was his name Mary also? His name was Joseph. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Not uncommon. Uh, almost half of British born children in the nineteenth century died before the age of five. So this yeah. is just it was that's now we understand why mom, Mary's mom doesn't have a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's her job is to produce enough children to get one or two to survive. Yep. Yeah. When like Mary, a dinosaur. Yeah. Which is kind of fitting where I feel like this is going. Like dinosaurs. Have you seen that show, The Prehistoric Planet, on uh, Apple TV? Oh, I thought you were talking about the not the mama. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> it's like all those kids lived. At least if they had kids that died, we didn't see them. I think that series ends. I liked with- how they did uh, hairstyles in that show. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, the series ends with the the, the, the asteroid, asteroid right? coming. Yeah. yeah. That's that series is great. So when Mary was fifteen months old, she was being held by a neighbor, Elizabeth Haskings. Who was standing next to another woman watching an equestrian show? Okay, crap. Under an elm tree. Okay. Okay. The elm tree was struck by lightning, killing all three women. Mary was rushed to a warm bath and revived. Oh my gosh! Whoa! Yeah, they were just watching some horse stuff. Did the horse die also? So they were. So these three women were standing under an elm tree watching the horse stuff. Oh, okay. Elm tree gets struck by lightning. The electricity like hits the ground, goes through the women. Those three women die, but because she was being held, she was knocked unconscious, didn't mm-hmm. die. They just like dunked her in a warm bath, and she was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> apparently was fine. And the um, horse was fine. The horse was the fine. Horse. We don't know anything about the horse. The horse could be dead. I'm pretty Mary, sure. Mary, uh, it's certainly she dead. Now. Had, it was said she was a sickly baby before the event, but she flourished afterwards. Wow. And the, oh, the like townspeople credited the lightning. The oh, townspeople yeah. were like, yeah, the, that lightning, she was weird, a 15-month-old. Yeah. So yeah. she's barely walking at this point, but the oh. townspeople were still like, weirdo. She's like yeah. Harry Potter, kind of. She's I lightning wonder girl. if she got the lightning. So she attended, five. she attended a congregationalist school okay. in her prized possession. Her prized possession mm. was a bound volume of dissenters' theological magazine and review. Whew. Okay. Uh, Nerd alert. Yeah, for real. Uh, Her family's pastor had published two essays in it. One insisted God created the world in six days. Okay. The other urged dissenters to study the new science of geology. It's called young earth creationism. It's called young earth creationism? But hold up. But his other... still around, by the way. But his (laughs) other article was go study geology. Mm, weird. Those two oh. things don't really mesh. Correct. Okay. Um, well, this is before the advent of carbon dating, too. So anything goes at this point about geology, creationism, paleontology. In this point in history, like anything goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go on. Her dad, Richard, would take Mary and Joseph fossil hunting so they could sell to tourists. I wonder if they called them like Which dinosaurs. were on the rise because it was at the time... Rich people previously liked to vacation in France. Ah. Right now, it's not a great time to go to France. No, mm. not at all. There's a lot of guillotining. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, there's that one Malleting. Guy. There's the mallet man uh, in <laughs> Italy. Man. He's a mallet In 1811, man. when Mary was 12, Joseph dug up the uh, four-foot skull of an ichthyosaurus. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. And Mary found the rest of the skeleton a few days later. Wow. Whoa. Just on the beach. Well, rocky yeah. beach. 
Fossil was eventually sold to the British Museum because it had some insight into how old the Earth actually is, which oh. was quickly becoming a hot topic yeah. of discussion at the right, time. Right, right. The fossil was out of an ichthyosaur? Yeah. Is that a large dinosaur? Like a I mean, the fish. skull's four head, four feet. feet. That's a big, yeah, it's a big It's boy. a fish, right? But like she it was found the entire, dinosaur. yeah, I think, yeah. She found the entire rest of the skeleton, though, too. That's crazy. Wow. Her brother found the skull. She found the rest of it. Okay. They were very, very poor, and then Richard dies. So Lieutenant Colonel Thomas James Birch, one of their best clients who would buy mm-hmm. fossils from felt sorry for them. And he auctioned everything he ever purchased for them for 400 pounds, which is 34,000 pounds in today's dollars. Wow. So. 34,000 pounds in today's dollars. That's what you just said. You, you know what I mean. I do, but I thought it was funny. In today's currency. Yeah. What was his name, Richard? Uh, <laughs> yeah, was. this wonder, was. Uh, uh, no, Dad. Dad no, was. Dad was Richard? Yeah. You ever think they called him Dino Dick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did. Uh, I would so put the family safari hats on. Oh, yeah. oh, Dino Dick again. Go down to the beach. Oh, Dino Dick, isn't it? You find any fossil? Oh, you went on down to Dino Dick, isn't it? Ah. Uh, this put the family in stable financial footing. Yeah. Auction also raised their profile within the overall geological community. Okay. Mm, so now okay. they're kind of getting on the map as like yeah. these people have fossils. Because yeah, you're the British dinosaur people. Well, and apparently Lieutenant Colonel Birch, yeah. if he had, he must have had some clout in the yeah, community because it's sure, If they're saying, oh, his stuff is from them, okay, so they must have oh, good stuff. Yeah. So searching for fossils on a cliff was dangerous. Yeah. Uh, probably why they were the only ones doing it. Uh, at one point, Mary had lost her dog because the dog was oh. with her and just, you know, tumbled down. Oh, yeah. Um, That's sad. In December of 1823, Mary found the first complete plesiosaurus. Ooh, oh. that's Loch Ness. That's uh, Nessie. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, uh, that's what Nessie is supposed to be, a plesiosaurus? plesiosaurus? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. In 1828, yeah. but this one was real. In did, 18- she, did she ever find the fossils of her dog? Oh, yeah, that is a good question. She buried it where it, like, oh. fell. And I want to say it was, like, a Jack Russell Terrier. I remember, like, I yeah. when I read the article about it, I could picture the dog. Like, it named the type yeah. of dog it was. That's cool. In 1828, she discovered the first British flying reptile, the pterosaurs. It's P-T-E-R-O-S-A-U-R-S. That's just flying lizard. Yeah, pterodactyl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flying, flying lizard. But they were British back in the day. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, they just had giant front teeth. <laughs> um, <laughs> you watch like those uh, British uh, like competition, like the Great British Bake Off or something yeah, like yeah. that. I never have, but I've heard it. They're, they're good. Some oh, it's very good to fall asleep to. It's great. I'm And surprised. it's really, they're so kind. It's the mm. it's really the best. It's like the only affirming thing on TV. Yeah, they're it's like cute. they're like when even when something sucks, they're like, I mean, I could tell you worked really hard on it. And yeah. they all support each other and they're genuinely yeah. happy for each other. It's great. And, and it, it's also it, like wildly more diverse than you would expect it to be. Yeah. 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 And they've really like where in the US the hosts Yeah, you'll get Simon Cow being like, Wow, that was dog shit. I just mean how they look. Oh. Like the hosts in the Great British Bake yeah. Off, 
do not look like they should be hosts of anything. Like one of them is the oh yeah the, the British guy Paul from Paddington. You get a handshake from that guy. He's okay. the judge, but the hosts are the guy from the oh, IT crowd. <laughs> yeah, and then the the guy um, he has uh, alopecia. Yeah, alopecia. You know, they're just them. a little bit more basic. They're not as no 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 no. They're know? ugly. They're, they're straight ugly. up ugly. They're all oh, okay. they're all. Straight There's the up one. Ugly. The one guy always wears like some punk sweatshirt. And yeah. he's got like long, long black hair, yeah, and then the other guy has him. alopecia, and he's in bridesmaids. He's oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. sure yeah yeah. But all the hosts are like that. Okay, and even other doesn't matter. But they, they really go the other direction. You get yourself a Paul Hollywood handshake, and yeah, it's a lot. You've made some real nice baking stuff. On the great pottery throwdown, if you make the judge cry, you're like a Hollywood handshake. Urinal. That's you where I learned that British people call it a urinal, urinal. because in their Great Pottery Throwdown, which they make Jenny watches because you told her about it, wow. I sure did. They, there was one where they had to make a urinal, yeah, huh. out of pottery. It's, it's fantastic. And they were like, "Your mission today is to make a urinal," and I was yeah. like, "I couldn't get through the episode." I, I was like, "This is. is bananas. This is not how you say that word." Speaking of bananas, speaking of bananas, <laughs> Russ knows a lot about. This bananas. is my episode. Sorry, I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But go ahead. can I just say real quick? Yeah. The bananas that you know are the oh, Cavendish God. bananas. Before the 1960s, all you were eating, anyone was eating, were Big Mike bananas. <laughs> That's it. They're better. <laughs> Big Mike, Big Mike's banana is better. So we've never so tasted where we what go a, on vacation what, to Florida no. is to someone's house who I call Big Mike. He's <laughs> <laughs> yes. selling bananas out of his yes. garage. Yeah, like yeah. every so, time you talk about Big Mike's bananas, I'm picturing I know. Big Mike, and I'm so, like. Banana flavoring today does not taste like an actual banana. No. Banana flavoring today, based on what you said, tastes like Big Mike's tastes bananas. Tastes like Big Mike. Like the big, the Laffy Taffy banana flavor is yeah. what people it's, used it to It more eat. resembles a Big Mike, but then all the Big oh. Mikes were wiped out by a disease, and we went to the Cavendish because it's like doesn't bruise. Huh. like it, It's resistant to that, but the Cavendish bananas are they're not real bananas. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Wow. All right. So... Dog dies. Plesiosaurs, Pterosaurs, Pterosaurs, Pterosaurs. Uh, even though she had no I education. I believe it's pronounced Pteros. <laughs> yeah. The, well, this ter- this this uh, was Oscar Pteros. Uh, <laughs> they called it the Blade Runner. Um, <laughs> he just he, got out of jail. He did. Yeah. Even though she had no education, uh, she read as much scientific literature as possible. She basically taught herself what bones... She was finding. She really do- dove into this and dove into like all the stuff around carbon dating and all of that oh. type of stuff. Oh, okay. So she purchased a home in 1827 with a shop in the front called Anning's Fossil Depot. This is, by the way, my second paleontology bonus episode. I yeah, guess the, this is not the, bonus episode. The bone anymore, but was the first one. Ge- geologists from all over Europe would come and visit and were all in awe of her knowledge. However, she was considered a, an outsider to the scientific community because she was a woman. Mm. Mm. Uh, she knew more about the fossils, but only the men who bought them would be able to write about them and be published. Oh, yeah. So these wow. scientists would come buy fossils from her, learn everything about them, and then write the paper on the fossils and sell them to the museum, and they would get the credit and get sure. published. She was very bitter towards the geology community and really the world at large. What happened um, to Dick? He, he died, died a while ago. Oh, uh, actually, at least a page ago. On Dino's right. Dick he died. He was fossilized, and they... Uh, That's why that dude carbon. did the auction. 
because oh, her that's dad died. Right. Yeah, yeah. In the 1830s, she was really having large gaps in between fines, and so she, she started having financial issues. Mm-hmm. She was literally selling these at, like out of the front of her house. She also switched from the Congregationalist Church to the Ang- Anglican. Anglican? Anglican, yeah. Seriously? Which, Twice? <laughs> yeah. In Anglican two episodes. in two episodes. Uh, in church? 1935, huh? she lost most of her... Uh, what? Anglican is the Church of England. Oh. Anglo-Saxon, oh. Anglo... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Very. Also very diverse. I think Henry VIII started it so he could have whatever wives he wanted. Oh, that's Yeah, right. he was like, yeah. divorce is legal now. Yeah. New religion. Yeah. Uh, in 1935, she lost most of her life savings due to a bad investment. William Buckland persuaded the British British Association for the Advancement of Science to award her an annuity in return for her contributions to the science of geology. Okay. She was awarded 25 pounds a year, which is basically 2100 bucks today. Oh, dollars. Yeah. Right. Huh. 20, yeah. <laughs> All right. Was he one of the I, guys? I even like went to great lengths to use the little L thing with the line through nice. it in my I notes. Respect that. Oh, I respect really? That. Yeah, I did. Was, was the guy you just named Buckland? Was he part of the Bone Wars? No, they were both. Uh, well, they were both American. Okay. Oh, that's they? right. Uh, was her fame spreading to America, or was it mostly <sighs> so, just sticking? Yes to and no. I mean, like she was well. Like I said, she was well known in the community, but people knew like you if. If you wanted to take the lazy way of finding something and getting published, you went and bought it from her. Got it. Got it from her and then went and got published. I actually think that those dudes that we talked about, like, had gone and purchased some stuff oh, from I'm her. Sure. But they didn't have to do that too much because we had so many fossils in Utah. Mm. Like, Deseret. Yeah. 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 So Anning died of breast cancer March 9th, 1847. Wow. Her major discoveries were the Ichthyosaurus. Icky thump, as I call him. Plesiosaurus, fossil fish, a pterosaur, and then a lot of invertebrates and trace fossils. Okay. Which those all, like, became really key pieces of evidence of the extinction of dinosaurs. So, like, her work directly tied scientists to being able to say... Dinosaurs existed, and then di- dinosaurs went extinct. Wow. Yeah. Her, her her work also became super important in the the, the the work on figuring out how old the Earth was. Okay. So this is like super important person, pretty much lost to history. Although there is something that from all of our childhoods, land Barney. before time. That we all would be able to attribute to her. So, hold on, hold on. Was it the TV show Dinosaurs? No. Jurassic Park? Mm-mm. Land Before There was a 1925 biography called The Heroine of Lyme Regis, the story of Mary Anning, the celebrated geologist. That was the name of the biography. Was it Tomb Raider? In 1978, so that was the first biography about her, right? Indiana Jones? In 1978, oh. P.J. McCartney Mary wrote Anne. this book called Henry de la Beche, Observations <laughs> on an Observer. Which is about a different paleontologist of the time. Okay. But in the book, he explained, he talks about Mary Anning, and he explained that she was the basis for the song in 1908, She Sells Seashells she sells, she sells <laughs> by the Seashore. Cool. Oh, that is cool. Mary Anning. So when Mary you're doing that tongue twister. Yes. Well, it's a whole song. It was a song written in 1908. Huh. But it was a whole yeah, song? that song was about her. 
she sells seashells. Yeah, I, I completely seashore. butchered it. The, the whole that whole story was to get to that one line. I right never there. knew that that had I didn't actual know there was a song. historical origin. Yeah, to it. I didn't know that it was a song. Also, either. what she was selling was not seashells, but sure. Yeah, it's a, a another way to like just take her down and yeah. pretend like her accomplishments were nothing. If you're an early 20th century songwriter, you're like, ah, that's fine. Yeah, I see. I love that lyric. So yeah, Mary Anning, uh, cool. one of the reasons why we know how old the earth is today, one of the reasons why we know a whole lot about fossilization, uh, the extinction of dinosaurs, and have this one uh, heart-wrenching tongue twister. <laughs> and uh, with all that, we will be back with a story from Russ. Have you ever opened your pantry and wondered, what am I going to do with these 32 half-used Yankee candles in here? Listen, home decorating can be hard, especially when you've got a thousand other things going on. You need the Jealous Neighbor. My sister Heather started the Jealous Neighbor to help homeowners use the furniture and decor they already have in their home, add to it on a budget, and discover the home they've always wanted. Whether you need help just sprucing up your home's entryway or you need your entire first floor redecorated, go to facebook.com slash thejealousneighbor to schedule your consultation with my sister Heather. She will guide you through an hour consultation in person or virtually, help you assess the furniture and decor you already have in your home, and give you a plan to take your home from bow to wow. Get an hour of redecorating with Heather free when you mention that you heard about The Jealous Neighbor on the Presequential Podcast. Go to facebook.com slash thejealousneighbor today. Welcome back, everyone. Mary Anning, uh, who sells she. Yeah. <laughs> right out the gate. Who sells seashells. seashells by the seashore? Mm. She does. All right. So, Russ, please enlighten us here on season six of Historically Adjacent. Episode two. Episode two. Two. Uh, the I will dose. <laughs> the guy, the, the announcer, the former announcer at the Pacers will sue me for saying two. Uh. Mm-hmm. Is he dead? No, so he retired, and then when mm-hmm. the new guy came in, like that was the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. somebody's going yeah. to the free throw line, he would be like, Reggie Miller going to shoot two free throws. Two. Uh-huh. Well, the new guy started to do that, and the old guy was like, Hey, you're not allowed to do that. Oh. Even though, like, it's kind of in Pacers lore now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't two really take it away. So now the crowd but, does just does it anyway. <laughs> but Michael, Michael Buffer owns the rights to Let's, Let's Get, get Ready to Rumble. Rumble. Yeah. yeah. But they still say it, right? I don't know, but well, maybe not. The, where the Pacers got around it was the the PA guy doesn't say it. The crowd says it. Oh, cool. that makes sense. I'm talking about the Reno gang. Do you guys know about the Reno gang? I've been to Reno. Is it Reno, Nevada that you're talking no, about? No, no, no. This is all in Indiana. Oh, Hell yeah. Come on yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hoosier. Wait, is this the one my uncle was in? I don't know. What? We've talked about Your that. uncle was in a gang? Oh, dude, that's, yeah. We got it. That's an episode. I, I, don't, I think this was before that time. So, like a roving group of bandits, he actually made. I think he was an uncle, or he may have been a great, great, great. He's the one that went to jail, right? He's the one that robbed a bank in Hobbs, Indiana. Oh, I do remember then, talking about this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then he like started a restaurant, and then he would sell the restaurant, and then open a restaurant across the street, and put the first restaurant out of business. Oh, like wow. and then he would sell that restaurant, oh. and then he would open a restaurant across the street. Wow, yeah, it's good technique. They got really dressed up to rob banks in... uh, I see. Yeah. The Reno gang. Jay Wilkinson Reno. Jay Wilkinson Reno. Yeah. Moved to Indiana in 1813 from Kentucky. Right before we became a state. It was a territory. All right. It's close. Yeah. 1817. Yeah. Yeah. 
He married Julia Ann and had future gang members, Frank, John, Simeon, and William. So the Simeon, there's a good name. Simeon's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Tribe of Israel. Mm -hmm. And then he also had Clinton, who they called Honest Clint and Laura. So Honest Clint and Laura, everything I read, they reiterated over and over again that Honest Clint and Laura were never part of the gang. Okay. 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 So they grew up. You can't have an Honest Clint in your gang. Uh Uh-uh. It undermines all the. Yeah. The whole thing. The whole part of the gang. They grew up. They were raised strict Methodists. Hmm. Yeah. That they spent all Sunday reading the Bible. Yeah. That checks out. Does it? Methodist. Yeah, the pioneer, the Methodist. The whole thing about Methodism was that it was like a roaming country preacher who had a method of evangelizing. Like, literally, they had a method of presenting the readings, the message. So, when they weren't reading the Bible all day on Sunday, they would get into trouble scamming travelers on card games. Okay. That makes also Methodist, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then uh, when the boys became teenagers, there was Just the start slamming. of seven years of fire, fires in Rockford, Indiana. So um, seven years of fires. Yeah, they would just like set fire to all the places. Listen, this is eighteen thirteen. You're bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're out on the prairie, and fire is just like everywhere. Just you know, smoke, unregulated ash. fire. Yeah, like just in lanterns and. Yep. Nobody cares. Oh. Yeah. Rockford's down by Seymour. It, it is. Oh. Seymour really plays into this, and so they were born in a small town. Uh huh. They set fires in a small town. Yeah. yeah, they did. We do need more singing, so I can get in the cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there were seven years of fires in Rockford, we and met started the fire. <laughs> We I was born in a small town, town. met Honest Andy in a small town. town. He wasn't part of the gang. What? Clint and Laura. Yeah, I was, names wrong. What, what did I say? Honest uh, Andy. Uh, uh, yeah. It's like Andy or something. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. That's uh, Don't question my creative judgment. I, I right? don't. I don't. Just I asked for it. Yeah. I was going to go with We Started the Fire. I know. That was pretty good, too. But I like the small town. Well, I mean, it was written about the town they... Yeah, no, uh-huh. trust me, I know. Uh, they were also accused of horse thievery. That's oh. the one, like, Indiana thing that I can't get on board. Like, John Mellencamp sucks. Yeah. Mm. Like, his songwriting or just as a person? Both. Okay. So, because they it's had... It's the a, one Indiana thing that I just... Like, I, I yeah. love Indiana. Yeah. I, I, I just, just hate cougars. Yeah. The coog, man. <laughs> Meg Ryan's yeah. fine. You're fine with the Meg. Yeah. Yeah. So the sons to escape, it was 1861, so they joined the Civil War. Kind of. Hell yeah. Yeah, kind of. For the North? Well, they became, have you heard the expression bounty jumpers? No, I have not. Yeah. So bounty jumpers. Sounds like a mercenary. Not really. It's at the time they would pay people to enlist. To enlist, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they would. You did know that. Yeah. They would give names. And get paid for it, and then run off and not. Wait, show this up. isn't like someone who would pay someone to fight for them. No, no, th- no. This no. is they sign up under a fake name. Yes, mm-hmm. they leave. Uh huh. Yeah. And collect on a fake bounty. Okay, got it. Check. Yeah, and okay. it's hard to tell. I think they might have done it for both sides. 
I saw Copperheads. The name Copperheads keep coming up, and I think that's like Copperheads were Northern Democrats, but they were like Southern sympathizers. Yes, yeah, they sympathized with the South. Mm -hmm. Or is that a Doughboy? It doesn't matter. Doughface, Doughface. Yeah. So they they did that in several towns. Yeah, maybe dozens. But also, like not the worst thing in the world right like I'm not, i don't hate them for that like if rich people could just be like hey my number is called i'll pay you to fight for me uh-huh. like i don't have a problem with you making up a fake name if you're yeah. smart enough to get away with that i'm cool with it yeah cool. they finally gave up that side gig and went back to indiana to start a gang nice. who's your by choice gang. come on yeah. now. trademark uh-huh the the first thing that the gang did is they robbed the post office and store in Jonesville, Indiana. Jonesville is where? It's got to be by Seymour. Yeah, they, it's got to be probably not Indiana, I assume. Very yeah. much. Someone in the store, a witness, had agreed to testify against them. Okay. And he was Look, Rob, uh, I know you're our one fan outside of Indiana. Seymour is in <laughs> southern Indiana. <laughs> if you just go directly due, to Rob Ray. If you go due south from Indianapolis, it's yeah. about two hours south before yeah, you right. go into Tennessee. Yep. For reference. Kentucky. I know there's uh, sorry, Kentucky, into Kentucky, yeah. yeah. Well, but you you're only going south from Indiana to go to Tennessee. You're not going yeah. to you're not purposefully going to Kentucky. You're driving through Kentucky to go to Nashville. So Jonesville um, is right. between Columbus and Seymour. Yeah. So it's, Okay, so yeah. Jonesville would be closer to Indianapolis. It sounds Seymour like an episode is. of the Californians. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you get on the 65. You and I turn left yeah, on I was 11. just down by Columbus today, Camp Atterbury. So they robbed the store. They robbed the post office. There was a witness who agreed to testify, and then he was murdered. By <laughs> one of the gang members? Yeah. We don't know. And they no, it was it. actually Honest Larry. Plot twist! They kept him around. So they got away with it, <laughs> and they started the first Brotherhood of Outlaws, is what they called mm-hmm. like the gang at that time. Did they wear leather vests with like vice president <laughs> name tags? Was this a motorcycle gang? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is the it first motorcycle gang. Yeah. If it was now. After the Civil War ended, they attracted more members, people that were coming home from the Civil War and didn't have anything to come back to. And this was a successful gang. Yeah. So they were making money. And they would, like, rob and murder travelers in, like, all Jeez. of southern Indiana, like, all the counties down there. Wow. And they are notable because they performed the first peacetime train robbery in the country. Was it a Pullman? I, I don't know. It was a freight train, probably. No, no, no. It was a passenger train. Yeah, so it had to have been. Yeah. The first peacetime train robbery uh-huh. was like, by a bunch of Hoosier bandits. Yeah. Hell yeah. By cool. the Reno gang. That's great. And it was in Seymour, Indiana, was where the train depot was. It was the Ohio. Largest, by the way, largest high school basketball gym in the country. Oh, that's is right. in Seymour, Indiana. It was the Ohio and Missouri Railway train. They broke Sounds into like it was the an Indiana railroad train, but go on. It was going through Indiana <laughs> via Seymour. <laughs> they broke into the express car and then they opened the safe. Hey, see? And then they slowed <laughs> yeah. everything down. <laughs> Everyone calmed down. They opened the safe. They got $16,000, which was a lot of money back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. Something now. to sniff at now. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so that was from the small safe. They pushed, pushed the larger safe. Off the train. 
but okay. um, by the time they got to it, they weren't able to open it, and there was a a large posse that was after them at that point, like marshals or yeah. sheriffs or cowboys. I don't know. Yeah, just a posse. A posse, like um, how many? Like a quorum in in the Hebrew in Jewish faith is how many men? Uh, it's a minion. And a minion is no. Those are little guys. Those are little yellow guys. <laughs> a minion. Uh, I think it's it's nine or ten. Nine or ten. I think so. To have an official like yeah synagogue. It, it, yeah, to have an official service. Okay, you need ten guys. You need ten guys. Have you ever been invited into a minion? I've um, to to I've, fill the quorum. I have unintentionally stumbled into a few minions <laughs> where they were like, "You got to come in." You didn't because, know. Yeah, they were like. <laughs> They were like, you got to come in because we can't have the service yeah, without you. you can't do it. And I was like, I can't sit out here and just read my book while you guys do your thing. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, Don't and mark I did. In the book. Yeah. So I wonder how many people constitutes, the, at minimum, a posse. I'd say three. You think three? I think three. Oh, see, I'm like... You think it's like dozens? I'm like seven or eight. Seven. Blaine, how many people constitute, in your opinion, a posse? What's the minimum for a posse? Four. Oh, Four. Wow. I said okay. three. And if Price is Right rules, yeah. I win. I said like seven. That seems but like anyway. a lot. You have to, that's a lot of people you're gathering. Yeah. I, I think it depends who you're going after. Okay. Well, well if, if we're going, going after... Beastie Boys rules, it's three. Okay. Oh, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There was a witness on the train that was willing to testify. And them. die. Yeah, he got murdered. <laughs> charges dropped. They killed him. Charges dropped. Gosh. Um the problem was they the sixteen thousand they stole was insured Uh-oh. by the Adams Express Company. That sounds like the opposite of a problem. Well, the pro- for the people they stole it from, yeah, they're like, oh, I'm yeah, that's yeah, fine. Well, for Adams Express, they wanted their money back. Oh and man, how do you get your money back? Lose my money. The Pinkertons. The Pinkertons. Oh <laughs> wow! <laughs> they hired the Pinkertons to track down and capture the gang. Yeah, and in 1867. The gang robbed the Davies County Courthouse. Oh, dude, Davies County, really great. Like, it's outside of Crane, okay. southern Indiana, radius country. Yep. County that we do a lot of work with. It's a growing community. There's a lot of microelectronics happening oh. in Davies County. There's a couple of companies coming in right outside of Westgate. Huh. Yeah, no, Davies, it's, I there like Davies County. Yeah, Davies cool. County is, is a good thing. I have, man, I have so many county names near that I'm just going to skip. <laughs> because you don't want me to dive <laughs> into it. <laughs> it's my job. I, I, I know. It's your job. I'm aware. Uh, all right. Anyway, after that one, the Pinkertons caught John Reno, who was the, the head yeah. of the Reno gang. And he was sentenced to 25 years, served 10. And then after he got out of jail, and the gang was still doing little stuff without him. Was he still running it from jail, I wonder? Uh, possibly. Maybe, yeah. He went back to Seymour, started the gang, like, really going again. And then he got arrested again for counterfeiting, and he was thrown in jail for another three years. So why What was he counterfeiting? Uh, also, how hard was it to find dollars. a counterfeiter back then? It had to have been so easy to counterfeit stuff. Like, you had to yeah. be bad at it to get caught. They used to do it in caves. If you go to Wyandotte Caves in southern really? Indiana. Yeah, I've been to Wyandotte. Like, they talk about in the big cavern that there was a whole counterfeiting operation down cool. there. Yeah. I imagine the Pinkertons busted it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. 
He went back to Seymour. Three years were counterfeiting. In that time, in that three years, there was three robberies in Iowa. During those three robberies, three members were caught by Will Pinkerton, who was the son of Alan Pinkerton. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They broke out of jail. So the... the the the, That's perfect. That's perfect. That really was perfect, actually. That fit spot on. You're welcome. (laughs) So they threw the three of them in jail. And then they broke out of jail on April 1st. Okay. April 1st. I didn't know so the first time. So right after they broke out of jail on April 1st, there was another train robbery at the Seymour Depot. They got away with $8,000. It sounds like an old-timey porn place. Like, <laughs> come on Seymour down Depot. to the Seymour Depot. <laughs> the Seymour. <laughs> yeah. look, look through the peephole and you see more. <laughs> we we, we uh, have almost naked girls. You can almost imagine their nipples. The Seymour Depot. <laughs> You can almost imagine the nipples. <laughs> show that angle, Clementine. We um, show so many ankles. They were doing most of the train robberies in the U.S. at the time because they were really like, but only in Seymour, but yeah. only in like some, like in the Midwest. Yeah, like they were the scourge of the Midwest. They really were. Just imagine there's there's like Washington and Seymour. And yeah. uh, French Lick, and they're just like, they're, why are all these train robberies happening here? Like, there's more happening here than anywhere else. Yeah. Well, the residents of Seymour were getting pissed. Yeah, I bet. Like, because they were first. They're they like, were I was in born in a small town. Yeah, so they started the Jackson County Vigilance Committee. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, getting my trains robbed in a small town. <laughs> I mean, they robbed Start another a vigilance train. committee in a small town. <laughs> yeah, they changed their name in a little bit too, and it's super cool. Yeah. Johnson County Vigilance Association? Johnson Jackson, County Vigilance County. Committee. Oh, the committee. Right. It's a committee. The committee for vigilantes. Yeah. Okay. They robbed another train. The Pinkertons found out and ambushed them, and there was a shootout. These guys again. Yeah. I mean, the Pinkertons are all the way through. Yeah, the Pinkertons and the Renos. <laughs> what What year are we talking at this 18... point? We're still in the 1800s? Okay. No. Yeah, we're still in the 1800s. All right, never mind. Post-Civil so, War, though. So yes. West Baden Springs hasn't been built yet. No. Have you been down there? Yeah. Yeah. Don't look at me like I'm an idiot. I'm <laughs> speaking at the Rural America Conference in West Baden yeah, later you are. this year. Yeah, you are. They have okay. a really long pool. This is this it's not wide. Just to give you a little long. insight into why I know so much about <laughs> tiny southern Indiana towns. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, the Seymour residents formed a vigilante group just to kill the gang. Oh. The, the sole purpose was to find these guys and kill them, right? Wow. Did you ever go to Linton? You'll like Linton. Is that, is their, that their, that their there's, a, there's a like banner you'll as like you Linton. come like into it. the town that says you'll like you have to drive through it to get to the casino. You'll like Linton. You'll like Linton. I wonder what was like rejected for you'll like Linton. Linton. Like they had to have other ideas. I have right, a buddy right? that's a cop there. He's got some cool stories. That's fun. I bet they're super cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you said that so <laughs> unenthusiastically. Just, no, he listens uh, to. I'm going to get a text about that. I bet they're cool. So the the gang then fled to Iowa after the shootout, and then they robbed. You might not know these. But I can say these county names. <laughs> they robbed the treasury in Hanson County, and then the next day in Mills County, Iowa. The Pinkertons once They're, again. But no one knows. 
Hey, no one knows. Keep going. Robin Banks in Iowa. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Hanson County, three brothers. Oh, I did say Hanson, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Once again, Pinkertons arrest them. They were jailed. They escaped jail again, and they went back they to They seem Indiana. good at it. It doesn't seem that hard to get out of jail. Mm. Yeah, or to, like, rob places. Yeah, it yeah, seems like right. crime was super easy Or then. to even go to jail. Like, yeah. you said, like, he was still doing it. He was like, ah, it's fine. Three years, it's fine. Yeah, it was like no big no, deal. No, the uh, uncle that I was talking about earlier, like, he had been to jail in Lafayette, and they escaped, and he just walked back yeah. wow. home. And then they picked him up, and they were like, hey, you're supposed to be in jail. So he went back. And then all of a sudden, he escaped again, and he just resurfaced in Arizona training Lassie. Yeah. That's not an exaggeration. He was training the dogs that were to be on Lassie's show. Like, this that's is an he, ancestor of yours? Yeah, that's where he resurfaced. Wow. Dude, I've got a whole, yeah, we got to do an episode yeah. about that guy. Cool, okay. So on their way back to Indiana, they robbed the Madison and Indianapolis Railway. Hell yeah. They Hell yeah. uncoupled the passenger cars. They, like, You guys stay here. They threw the express messenger overboard. <laughs> I, oh, man. I think he died. Gosh. Oh, man, that's not funny. <laughs> I know. You got to put that part in before we laugh. It was it was fatal injuries is what they said. They, I mean, he was going to be able to get the message out quickly. He's yeah. the express messenger. Yeah. They're yeah. like, we can't, we can't take any yeah, risks take him out. <laughs> they got $96,000 in that safe. In those, Dang. in that day's money? In that day's That's money, like $96,000. more than that now. A million dollars. Yeah. Um, what is it in pounds though, Russ? Mm, the L with the little line through it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how to write one of those? Look at my notes. Ah. It's pounds LBS. Is it? The abbreviation, like the, the weight. The abbreviation for the weight is LBS. Is yeah. that the abbreviation for the No, it's no, like it's a weird L. Cursive oh, yeah. L. Yeah. It's, you actually like have to think about how to write it yeah. as you're writing. Because you're so used to writing L's and you're so used to the dollar sign. Like I had to look at it and be like, am I doing this right? And why is the dollar sign the way that is? That's a whole other conversation. Daddy. So they get 96K. They ninety six k, and then uh, they do another robbery. The Pinkertons get him again. <laughs> Jeez! <laughs> and they this time they found a guy of the gang. I don't remember his name. How pissed are the Pinkertons at God. the dudes that run the jail? They're so like, pissed. we keep getting them. Yeah. Just keep them, there. keep them there. Just keep them there. <laughs> like we're doing our part. We're like why to. do we have to keep going after these people? It's not hard to capture them. Why is it so hard to keep them in one place? Well, they figured that out. Oh. Yep, they sure did. So the next robbery, the Pinkertons were waiting for them because this guy before had ratted them out, had told them oh. who all the members of the gang were for leniency. Bold. So the next, so now they were hunting actual, they knew who they were hunting down. First, they got three at the next train robbery. They were taken to Seymour Jail. They were on the way to Seymour Jail. They were pulled off the train Uh and lynched at a place called Hangman's Tree. Now, was it called Hangman's Tree before or is it called Hangman's Tree? Well, it's called it now. And I think it said Hangman's Crossing, Indiana. I think it's what it's called. So it's something like that. Uh, So they got three of them there, took them off, hung them. And then they went and they captured another four members of the gang in Illinois. Once again, they were bringing them back to Seymour. 
this group, which was the Jackson County Vigilance Committee. Vigilante. Mm -hmm. Once again, got them off the train, took them to Hangman Crossing, Indiana, which it's now called, hung them on the same tree. And then- Is the tree still there? uh Uh-huh. Hangman's Crossing. I'm looking it up. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. And then Will and Simeon were caught in Indianapolis. The greatest city on the planet. Hmm? That was just an aside by me. Indianapolis, the greatest city on the planet. Oh, okay. So they were caught. They were lynched. In the meantime, the committee rebranded from the Jackson County Vigilance Committee to the Scarlet Masks Society. Oh, boy. What? Yeah, they would wear scarlet masks over their faces when they would like take them out of jail and Hmm. lynch them. So they definitely didn't get power hungry and probably didn't. No, they like, didn't. Yeah, of course not. They didn't was, do anything weird, and they definitely didn't like start to get real excited when DC Stevenson showed up. There was this society committee, whatever. It was like sixty-five people that wow. would storm these places and take them to the, the tree. Capital Frank and Charlie Reno, who were like the last ones left mm-hmm. at that point, and the leaders of it, kind of skittish. Yeah, <laughs> <A little laughs> like, bit. people are after me, man. They had shoot, escaped man. to Canada. To Ontario. They were found by the Pinkertons, and they were extradited by William Seward. Oh, yeah. Who was the, yeah. Lincoln's uh, Secretary of State. Yeah. Yeah. At the time. Huh. They were extradited to New Albany, Indiana. Okay. Down by Louisville. Yeah. Yeah. Clark County. That's it? I I expected some sort of uh, New Albany promotion. Well, well, no, I mean, yeah, they they have they actually have like a pretty decent like manufacturing district going in down there. It's very similar to well, it's more logistics than the manufacturing. I think it's very similar to what we have like in Plainfield and Lebanon. But yeah, yeah, Clark County, the better side of the river. Yeah, it is. Yeah, moved um, to New Albany you know, on December eleventh, eighteen. It was an important steamboat building center. There you go. In and the on December eleventh, forties and fifties. Sorry, New Albany on. was. Yeah, New Albany. They were building steamboats? Yeah. The Falls of the Ohio. When was Mark Twain? When was Mark Twain? You mean Samuel Clemens? Yeah. Mark Twain is a way to measure the depth of a river. Russ told you that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mark Twain. I know. I know. I know. I I love that. On December 11th, 1842, 65 hooded men traveled to the (laughs) town of New Albany. They forced themselves into the sheriff's home and beat him. Shot him in the arm. Jesus. Until his wife gave them the keys to the jail. So how many times did they have to shoot him in the arm? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Give us the keys. Nah, shoot him again. The other arm, the other arm. That's eight times. (laughs) Just give them the keys. He's he's (laughs) right-handed. So the remaining members Shoot were him again. <laughs> dragged from jail by the Scarlet Mass Society and lynched on the same tree. Oh, yeah. Hangman's so, Crossing. Hangman's very, Crossing. Very popular. Right? So is it still there? Uh, it's an unincorporated township. It's called Hangman's Crossing. No, is the tree still there? Uh, let me look that up. I, I Russ think so. said it was. So I I'm think gonna, so. I'm going to start by assuming yes. All right. It was the only time in history that prisoners who were under federal custody were lynched. Like we're taken from federal custody, okay, and and we're lynched, and so, then Seward had to put like special laws into place for protective custody of federal gosh. whatever. 
So what about the the guy from Adam's family? Oh, maybe it was the first time versus the only time. Yeah. Well, okay. well yeah, or 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 that guy federal. wasn't in federal custody. Yeah. Because this, I mean, this was Seward that was extradited him. What was that dude's name? The kid? Yeah. Uncle Fester. Uncle Fe- yeah. Are we looking for Uncle Fester's name? Yeah. We did a bonus episode we on did. it, didn't we? Yeah, we sure There was did. a bar in Bloomington called the Uncle Fester's. Yeah, uh, well, I've been there. That's probably why. That guy was bananas. Anyway. Th- Jackie that- Coogan. Yeah, Jackie Coogan. Jackie Coogan. Yeah. <laughs> that's, go uh, listen to that bonus episode. That was a wild one. We'll become so, Patreon first. That was the first time, I guess. I wrote down only time, but it could have been first time. Anyway, they're all dead now, and there is still treasure hunters. Really? The still... people from the mid-1800s, they're all dead now? Yeah. Well, all these guys are definitely dead because they all went to Hangman's Crossing. Sure. The whole gang. Treasure Cavendish hunters still bananas. go to Seymour, Indiana, looking for the Reno gang loot. That's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I don't know if there's a map. Like Goonies. Yeah. 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 They what need to make like a new Goonies. A pirate ship. Or maybe we River. should just... Maybe we're the ones that find it. Yeah. yeah. Should, mm, yeah. We should do that. I think we, we need do to that. do a Blood Brothers pact. That's right a big now. thing about like shows now where they go like treasure hunting. Isn't that? An, never mind. We could take this on the road. Uh, eating Cavendish bananas in the car. Jackson County, baby. You could do some work. You could probably uh, expense yeah, it. Yeah, we could expense it. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Treasure hunting. Yeah. I only have one more thing. Elvis in the movie Love Me Tender. Go on. Starred as. Honest Clinton Reno. Yeah. That was his character. That's oh, really? fun. Yeah. He That's was cool. Honest Clint Reno. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. And it was all in Indiana. We did the first train robbery. Wait, is that what Love Me Tender is about? Is the I have pl- no idea what Love Me Tender is about. I didn't <laughs> think it was about like gangs of if Southern train Indiana. That'd be Rub wild. My train. I mean he his last concert was here. Shoot me in the arm. Yeah. All right. Well, so we're going to be right back with a a story from Ryan. That didn't go off the rails. (laughs) But I'm chaffed. Facing the transition out of the military is rarely easy. It doesn't help that the staggering number of options you're faced with can be overwhelming. But there's a light at the end of that tunnel for all veterans. And that light shines brightest here in Indiana. Lucrative careers in fast-growing industries are plentiful. Housing costs are amongst the lowest in the nation. And you can live in the country while being less than an hour from a world-class city. At InVets, we're showing veterans how to translate the valuable skills they've learned to the civilian world while connecting them with careers they can be proud of so they can lead fulfilling, purposeful lives. Go to InVets, that's I-N-V-E-T-S dot org. Create a profile to learn more about Indiana communities, browse the current open job openings in these communities, and receive your free shirt. That's InVets, I-N-V-E-T-S dot org. We're now on our third story of the evening, and Ryan's got a story about something from Indiana, probably. Nope, it's not oh, Indiana. Man, if we can tie this to Indiana somehow, I'll be impressed. This story is about a Finnish soldier. Oh, cool. By the name of Imo Allen Koivunen. Oh. Imo sounds Finnish. Imo? Imo. A-I-M-O. Imo. A I M O. Uh-huh. Okay. Imo. I was picturing IMMO. He was born on my mom's birthday, October 17th. Different year, 1917. 1917, got it. And he was a Finnish soldier in the Continuation War. Had you guys ever heard of this? No. Yeah, it's the one that doesn't stop. This is the war that doesn't end. 
And it goes on and on, my friend. Some people started shooting, not knowing what theirs was. And they continued shooting forever just because this is the war that doesn't end. Yeah, it's Bo Peep, or whatever her name was. The Continuation War. Shelley Duvall? What was no. that? Who's Are the one you with thinking of the one with Lamb Chop? She made like no, a Lamb yeah, Chop lamb thing. Chop. Lamb Chop. Um, this uh, is the song that does It was the woman who played in Hello, uh, Carol Channing. Oh, that's who I meant. In Hello, Dolly. Who's Cheryl yeah. Duvall? Shelly Duvall. Shelly Duvall is Jack Nicholson's she, counterpart in The Shining. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Shelly Duvall. Popeye. Yeah. She yeah. was olive oil. Yeah, she was olive oil. She was yeah. olive oil. She wasn't and, also Rocky's wife, was she? No. No. That's... Uh, Similar but different. <laughs> no, isn't that Superman? Isn't that Clark uh, Kent? Lois Lane? Not Lois Lane. Lois Lane is the character. Yeah, but wasn't it? Never mind. Let's. All right, here we go. It's not Imo Koivunen, uh, Finnish soldier in the continuation. All right, war, here we go. <laughs> which was a conflict fought by Finland and Nazi Germany <laughs> against the Soviet Union oh. during World War Two. So Finland and Germany. So they were like, you know what we need during this war? Another war. Another what? war. Why it did went I on for a while, that, too. Why did it, I guess I was just... Was, it, that, that's kind of... Eh, it's just... If you want to learn more about the continuation war and you're that bored, go ahead. The Finns and the Nazis. Paired up against the Russians. Got it. Okay. His mom and dad had six kids. He was the oldest. So mm-hmm. he goes off to war. So he has something to prove. And like many people in Finland, he was assigned to Ski Patrol. Oh, that movie's great. I haven't seen Ski Patrol. It's in like the 80s or something like that. It's like a... Okay. <clears throat> it's not great. It's not a great movie. But it's... it's <laughs> you like just a, said it was great, right? It's like a Police Academy-esque oh, type of movie. For skiing. Yeah. Fun fact, I've never snow skied or water skied. What about I've water snowboard? Skied. Uh, I snowboarded as a kid, but like it was just a down a hill in my neighborhood. <laughs> Would you go skiing? Uh, skiing makes me a little nervous. Why? Sonny I've Bono. seen, I've had friends who have gotten pretty injured skiing and it just makes me nervous just to think, eh, I don't need to do that. What about sledding? Do you still go sledding? I haven't sledded in a while. Now I'll go tubing. I'll go to, I'll tube on the water. I'll tube on the snow. Which sounds like the beginning of a Dr. Seuss story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tube more than you'll ever know. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'll tube it when it's raining. I'll tube it when it's raining. <laughs> okay. March 15th, 1944, he's assigned to ski patrol. Just don't french fry when you should have pizza. Huh? What? Pizza skiing. french fries. Oh, the direction of the skis? I didn't realize. This? Why are you scared of skiing? I've never skied. I guess I should say that. I, I, just, so, I didn't realize that you were way, such really a fast. Yeah. Seems simple. I should say, the Finns, very ex- experienced skiers. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Very experienced. Well, it's funny because the uh, I was in the 10th Mountain Division, and they're historically known for skiing. And now, lots of snow, no mountains, zero skiing. Mm. Uh, but there is a lot of snow at Fort Drum. Yeah. Rob that, would know. Is that up uh, Lake Country in New York? Is yeah, that that is? it's a uh, hour twenty minute. No, Rochester's three hours away. Okay, if you're if you're heading east on uh, ninety, uh, and you hit Buffalo, like Lake Erie, you know where Lake Erie like hits sure. New York, and yeah. then New York takes a sharp left and goes north. Uh-huh. All the way at the top of that north is Fort Drum. Okay, hmm. like right on the border of of Canada. Yeah, I never want to go back. 
Do you want to talk about it? I have zero desire to go back to that place. <laughs> it's so cold. Yeah. So sounds, much snow. Sounds horrible. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to go there. I have been to Finland, though. Oh. I've been you to Hel- I've only been to Helsinki. Isn't that weird? Oh. It's a beautiful city. Helsinki oh, is yeah, gorgeous. Sure. Yeah, the Finns are lovely people. They they have an area of their country, I think still to this day, called Lapland. Oh, yeah. That's what way reindeers. Up on their well, away up north in the Finnish Reindeers, cold. right? In Lapland, that's where... Reindeers. That's where Santa of, comes from. Where they raise a lot of reindeer. Yeah, yeah they ra- you're they right. raise reindeer. And that's where you sit of, on his lap. Fun fact about reindeer. The reindeer is the they only... They don't rain. <laughs> it's the only variety of deer <laughs> where the females also have antlers. Oh. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Yep. You know? There you Not go. what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> females also have antlers. <laughs> so... <laughs> So he's on ski patrol with uh, several other uh, guys. And three days into their mission, the group is attacked on all sides by Soviet forces. But this group of Finnish ski soldiers are able to barely escape. Okay, on Ski, ski patrol sounds like the name of like an art school band. That it is an actual yeah. band, is it not? Oh, is it? Okay. I think so. I think Ski patrol, something like that. Something I'm sure patrol. there is. Snow patrol. Snow There's patrol. a band called Snow, Snow Patrol. patrol. Yeah. So are they counting blue cars? Were the Soviets also on skis? Snow Patrol is like a super indie band. I'm pretty sure. Hold on, I yeah. gotta look up what Snow no, Patrol. No, they did. they do have a a big song. I think they have a medley of their greatest hit, uh, Snow Patrol chasing cars chasing cars oh well, you're we count only blue car- it was like tell me all your thoughts on god because i'd really on my to way see to see her. her so progressive <laughs> <laughs> were the soviets on skis Is that, also that song was snow yeah, patrol yeah, that snow song patrol. Oh yeah this god. guy imo koivun and it's it. called chasing cars wait like which one? We count only blue cars. Which one did Dishwalla do? Dishwalla. Uh, tub thumping. No, that wasn't was, that um, a car song. <laughs> that was too? Jumbowumba. Huge Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Dishwalla did counting blue cars. Huh. This one is called Chasing Cars. I'm sorry. Snow Patrol played Chasing Cars, which goes like this. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, something. Uh, 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 if that's I not even the, okay. So yeah. if that's if that is Snow Patrol, that's <laughs> not even the same decade here. of the song you're talking about. It was 2005. Yeah, the Dish- song you're talking about, like Dishwalla tell me all your thoughts. That's like a, ten years prior. Yeah, that's that's a firm mid '90s song. Listen, I would just like to go on public record and apologize for confusing Dishwalla with whatever the name of that Snow other Patrol. Is. Snow Patrol. Okay, thank you. thank you and sorry. I would think that they were probably on skis or. You would think, but I don't know. Let's say it's unknown. That'd be fun, right? Yeah, ski war. Yeah, ski wars. A skirmish, <laughs> which you don't even have to change any letters for. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's cool. A skirmish. Ski dash. You can't spell skirmish without ski. That's true. True, but you can't get war out of skirmish. You can't just change the letters of skirmish ski into war, war into skirmish. I think we proved you can turn a skirmish you into totally war. You totally can, especially <laughs> Imo Koivunen. <laughs> All right, so here come the Ruskies, and okay. we're, we're skiing to get out of here. We're skiing for our life. He skis, but he can't stop because he's got the Russian army behind him. Oh, yeah. It's so downhill as well. What oh, he realizes, awesome. 
is that he is carrying for his unit the entire unit supply of army-issued pervitin, which is a methamphetamine drug. Okay? <laughs> it is a <laughs> stimulant that has been used to remain awake while on duty. Now, listen. Pervitin was made by Now they a- just use monster. <laughs> <laughs> I speak from experience. Monster and... Like Copenhagen. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, can I make a guess? Go ahead. What you're about to say? Yes. Are you going to say Bayer no. was the one that made it? Okay. No. Temmler Pharmaceuticals in Berlin, which okay. is now Bayer, developed Provitin <laughs> in 1938. So the pill, which was essentially a swallowable, swallowable form of crystal meth. Oh, man. So they were just. The pharmaceutical yeah. company claimed that it cured depression. <laughs> now, for a Was brief- it blue? Uh, it came nice. in like a little blue and, and red container yeah, from what I've found. And then Jesse was just like, we can't keep letting them do this. <laughs> For a brief time, Germans, just German citizens, could buy the energy pills, as they were called. The the At the gas station yeah. next to the boner pills. Uh, the Nazis <laughs> in 1940 issued what was called a stimulant decree which sent 35 million doses of swallowable crystal meth to the front lines Wow! to keep them alert. Take these. So 35 million doses of meth to to the Nazis. So Provitin then became... And now it's just made in trailers in corn... uh, What county in Indiana? Yeah, what county? (laughs) So he realizes he's got all of this for his unit. In his backpack. In his backpack. (laughs) <laughs> He's like, what if I just take all of it? Well, that's exactly what he did. <laughs> well, what happened first? What happened first was he's in the snow. His hands are freezing. Yeah. And he's trying, while he's fleeing, he's yeah. trying to pop a single pill. But what he realizes is his mittens are super thick. And it, they it are. makes him impossible to take oh, a no. single dose of Provitin. So he consumes like, just take all 30 pills. He just sticks his face in there. He just sticks his face in the bag. He just <laughs> So what he realized was at first he had a very that short he was God. <laughs> yeah. He's like I can literally do anything. He had a short burst of energy. <laughs> but soon he entered a state of delirium and eventually blacked out. Now, you would think that he blacked out and fell asleep. That's no, what we he probably blacked, blacked out. out while fighting the entire Russian army. <laughs> what had happened successfully? Was, what had happened was he woke up the next morning, having traveled <laughs> roughly. Let me think about this. Hold on. He I'm was still skiing. I have he was won five hundred miles, and I have skied five hundred more. All while I was asleep. <laughs> While doing so at much that point, meth that would kill a boar. Surrender. <laughs> he had skied about 100 miles and didn't even know it. That <laughs> was close. Wow. Skied about 100 miles, fleeing for his life. About 100 miles wasn't an hour. even aware. He's on so much crystal meth. He gets separated from his patrol. Why? He has no food. Probably because he was going so much faster. <laughs> that's like, exactly what happened. Slow down. No, dude, that's exactly what happened. They were like, happened. Amo! Bring back Amo! the map. He takes like, off. I am out of here. <laughs> he takes off. It's like in Christmas Vacation where he applies the polymer <laughs> to his sled. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Hang loose, dudes. <laughs> 
So he realizes I have no food. I have no ammo. I have no unit members around me, but I'm still being chased. And I have the worst hangover on the planet. <laughs> so his choice is I can either stay in a ditch and just try yeah. to ride this out or just keep going. Well, Die a hero. Well, he chooses. Or live long enough to become the villain. He chooses. I'm going to keep going. Well, while he does that, it's like a choose your own adventure book. Mm-hmm. He skis. 14 beers at Chili's. It's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a funny meme. You've said that to me. He skis over a landmine that explodes. Oh my God. <laughs> it starts a fire, which alerts the Russian army to his presence even more. He's like, gotta take 30 more pills of meth. And Wait, he's did realized, he get. Did he's, he get- like he's injured. Up. He's injured. This is by he the way. Feel it. This is World War II winter John Wick. Yeah, it's <laughs> it exactly what it is. It's just, instead of exactly killing people, is. he's like, more people are coming. Gotta take thirty more meth pills. <laughs> he's injured. Yeah, and he's like, okay, uh, what do I do? He decides at this point, I'm gonna hide. I'm gonna hole up. He stays in a ditch for a week. Waiting for help. Just like eating meth? Well. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be hungry. He ate pine buds. Oh. And he ate a single <laughs> Siberian jay, a bird, that he caught somehow and <laughs> ate raw. Yeah, like Ozzy Osbourne did. Just uh-huh. bit his yeah. head off. So you want to do a jay? So <laughs> eventually he realizes, okay, I've evaded them. He skis to like, Definitely not going to find me now. Stands up. There's 14 (laughs) of them standing right there. (laughs) He skis to a nearby hospital. And he has... I just like the entire time he's on skis. At zero point in time has he taken the skis off. Every time he stands up, he's like, shh, shh, Horrible tan line. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow at no point that abominable snowman with like stick figure arms comes out of the woods going, ah! That was so weird, right? Yeah. That was the weirdest thing at the end of that game. Eventually, he is able to ski to a nearby hospital. He weighs, he has lost so much weight from all the meth and steam. (laughs) He weighs 94.8 pounds. Jeez. Wow. 94.8 pounds. You're like, your resting heart rate is 95. It's 200. Oh my God. His heart rate was measured at 200 beats per minute. (laughs) For reference, at like really bad times of marathons I've run where I've like really just been redlining, my heart rate has been somewhere between like 185 and 190. Like at a point where I'm like 25 miles into a marathon and things are not going well for me and it's hot outside. If his resting heart rate is at 200... (laughs) 200 beats a minute, 94.8 pounds. How did he live? <laughs> yeah, 94 pounds. How did he live? He ended up skiing. <laughs> I want to know. Amos Koivunen of Finland <laughs> ended up skiing high out of his mind. <laughs> yeah, like on another 250 <laughs> miles. Jesus. That is the distance. I did this. You did this? No, I, between what two fifty is, is like here to Nashville? No, it's here to Atlanta. It's from Indianapolis all the way through the rest of Indiana and all of Illinois. Wow, 
I wish I could He's say He's having this the is, time of his life. Though. I wish I could yeah. say this. <laughs> I mean, he was having a blast. I wish I could say this, coin the phrase, it's all downhill from here. But we'll, we'll, <laughs> that's bananas. Yeah. That's so, like skiing from here to St. Louis in under a week. No one's going to St. On Louis. meth. You know that part a, in Spaceballs where they bird. like... We've uh, gone plaid. He gone went plaid. plaid. He went plaid. He went, he went plaid. The the Russians behind him, the like they must have, they must, they must have been he on said, his tail. But while simultaneously, at one point during that journey, he was like, "We've been jammed," and he was like, "Strawberry," and it was just pine cones. What I love is thinking like how he achieved capturing a bird high on meth. I I would imagine that's the the easiest time to capture a bird because you're so in the zone. Yeah, you're probably just like that looks like food, and I have it, and I'm yeah. eating it. Yeah, your yeah. your resting heart rate is two hundred. Uh-huh. He uh, he survived until 1989. Whoa! What and what? died at the age of 71 from overdose. <laughs> no, he slipped on ice. <laughs> IMO. Koivunen of Finland. All right. That's wild. That was episode two of season six. If that (laughs) tickled your fancy, it's just going to get weirder from here, folks. Yeah. Thanks for coming to another episode of Historically Adjacent presented by the Presidential Podcast. We will see you in two weeks. 